Have you been traveling with your kids lately? Traveling with kids gets us out of our comfort zone and it certainly can be harder in terms of parenting, but it offers such opportunities for connection and opportunities to be courageous and try new things. Today on Feed Play Love, the pros and cons of traveling with kids. Feed Play Love with Siobhan Hunt. The world is opening up again, and with it, families have the opportunity to travel. Perhaps you've already taken advantage of this and you've been away with your kids, or maybe you're waiting for things to calm down. I mean, recently, it felt like everyone was in Europe, except for me. (laughs) Jen Muir is a parenting educator at Connected Parenting. She's also a mum of four who recently went away overseas with her children, and I thought it would be fun to find out what it was like. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, Chev. I'm good. Thank you. So, of course, I have looked at the Instagram (laughs) reels, which looked fabulous. But before we get into the nitty gritty, how did you choose where to go? We decided on going somewhere that offered a little bit of help for the kids. So one of the things I've learned over time is that a holiday is great in terms of being together as a family, but as busy parents, it can be really good if it also offers a kids club or somewhere that we can go where we get a bit of help with the kids so that we get a break as well. So we picked somewhere that had a really good kids club. (laughs) So how do you do that? Like, did you just ask the travel agent or ask friends? Like, So we actually went to a club med and we had been to one before many, many years ago and it changed my life. I just remember (laughs) I had an 11-month-old baby and I had gone to a travel agent in complete distress and said, I need a holiday that feels like a holiday because I was seven years into parenting and up until then, I had really noticed that holidays had changed. They just weren't as relaxing as they um, could have been or were in the past. So she said, you need to go to a club med because they offered a baby club, a mini club, which is like a toddler club, a kids club, and they offer a teen club. So they get everybody out of your hair. So that's why we picked it. Oh my God, that sounds fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what was it like? You've got four boys. What was it like packing and getting everyone to the airport on time? I think you know the answer. (laughs) Like, I think you know. (laughs) Don't make me relive it. Because I've got to say. It's horrible. Even if you go away for the weekend, getting out of the house is the most stressful. (laughs) Like every time we go away, and we don't go away a lot, and obviously in the last two years, not at all, but we just go away for a weekend and I'd be thinking, why was... Why was this a good idea? This is awful. Yeah, and it's even worse if you go skiing or camping and you've got all the gear. Um, Yes, it's a whole thing, packing, and uh, I'm not very good at lists. And I think you need to be a list person um, to be good at packing. Check for me. I am a very good list person. There you go. You're probably better at packing than I am. (laughs) Well, you see, I can write the list and still not have all the things. I mean, obviously my husband, not obviously, but my husband says to me every time, you always overpack. You're going to overpack. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just because you can live in a two t-shirts and two pairs of shorts for two weeks does Doesn't not mean, mean that i yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said, I always use everything I take with me. And with the kids, obviously, wherever you go, they're going to get dirty. They do get so dirty. So unless you're going to wash every night, which, again, you don't want to do a holiday. Yeah. 
I hear you. Okay, so it was a, a debacle. Did you make it on time? Yes, we did. We did. And nice then we work. navigated huge queues and kids that flop around in the queue. And Because yeah. there is a lot of people traveling now. It's like a lot of people and airports are a really stimulating environment for kids. So if they are kids that will get a bit kind of worked up in that environment, that's going to happen as well. And everybody's nerves are up and you're scared. Have you got the passports? It's kind of, it's, it's high stress. And it was a bit of a shock because it had been so long. So it was like, wow, this is like, this is hard. Yeah. And so the club meb was overseas. Mm. I'm going to get, was it Thailand? It was Thailand. It was yeah. Thailand. So that is what, a seven hour flight? It's um, eight Nine. and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. And on the way back, it was, it was overnight. We got to the airport um, at 10.30 and the flight was delayed by two hours. So we got on the plane at 12.30, is that AM? AM, so yeah. midnight yeah. Um, with the four kids. And that's 3.30 AM Sydney time. So our children were just beside themselves. And, but they, were, they did so well. They were amazing. We got on the flight. They were amazing. And our youngest is now five. So we were very much aware of how lucky we were that they, we didn't have a crying baby because we've done that overnight. And that is tough. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. So we were, we were like, we, this is good. We're mm. getting there. This mm. is easier. We've got the four kids and it was all going well until we landed in Sydney. We'd allowed, sorry, we had to land in Melbourne and change planes at the end of this. I know. And the bridge that was coming to just let us off the plane was 45 minutes late. And so then we were late for the connecting flight oh and we, and again, we're coping, we're, we're being resilient and we're coping and we're running through this airport with the four kids who are out of their mind, tired by this point. And my five-year-old decides I want a gift from the gift shop and we, <laughs> and we are trying to explain to him that we can't, we can't stop. We are racing for this flight and it was hectic. And there were moments where I just wanted to cry. Like it was Honestly, and he was screaming his head off through this airport and all the way onto the plane. And then there were moments where some strangers were so kind to us. And oh, that's I'm what so I glad that's what you came out hold. with there. Yeah, well, there were some people that were less kind, but I'm trying to focus on those people that just went, here, I'm going to help you out. I can see you guys are struggling. You know, you've got all these bags and four kids and I can see you running late, so I'm going to give you a hand. Oh. And um, the staff on the next flight just was so, they looked, took one look at our kids and they said, well, we know you haven't just done an all-nighter in Melbourne. We know you've come from somewhere. These kids look wrecked. How can we help? And that was oh, amazing. That is incredible. The kindness of strangers. Yes. Be that person. Yeah. Be the kind Be the stranger. Kind person. That's right. Let's erase that hideous end to a beautiful holiday, <laughs> which I'm assuming there were ups and downs, but you're there. Mm -hmm. You're at Club Med. Mm -hmm. What was the best part of the holiday for you? The best part has to be those moments where you're just able to stop, you know, where there's no housework and there's no work and there's no anything else and you're able to just stop and be present with your kids and enjoy them. I had a beautiful moment with my 13-year-old and those moments are getting less and less and he was really enjoying the parties at night and we stayed out together and, you know, he danced and, you know, we just had so much fun. And then he was asking me questions about things that happened two years ago. Like we were so connected. And for me, that was, it's those little moments that I think uh, really make holidays just so incredible.
Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you try to be present day to day, but so much is going on. Yeah. We ask a lot of parents. We do. You know, you know, there's a quote people attribute to Annabelle Crabb, but I'm pretty sure someone else said it first, that women are expected to work like they don't have children. Yeah. And raise children like they don't work. Yes. Which is, of course, an impossible scenario. A hundred percent. So just to be able to take all of that away, Mm -hmm. I mean, including the domestic chores that you have to do. Mm. So some weekends I feel guilty that my kids are like, oh, you know, let's do this and let's do that. And I'm like, I have to. Meal prep. I have to meal. I have to clean the bathroom. (laughs) I have to, you know, wash the clothes. I I need to do these things. And then I look at them and they're sitting on the lounge watching telly and I'm like, well, that's nice for some. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling bad that I'm not playing with you. Can you look at what I'm doing? (laughs) But you feel that that's a pressure as well that takes you away from your children. It is. And then all of that's happening. And for us, having moments as a parent where you can just lie by the adult's bull or just have a minute, read a book. Wow. You're then able to come back in to your kids so much more recharged and enjoy that time that Mm. you do have as well. I think that makes a difference. I was going to ask you what the most challenging part was, but it would have to be the return flight, wouldn't it? Yes. You know, I was thinking about this last night. I mean, I think the most challenging part of holidays, actually, if I if I look more broader as a parent or more broadly as a parent, I think it's that our expectations, our expectations in the lead up to a holiday, we're just picturing amazing moments and connection and it's going to be so good. And then the reality, if you're not prepared for that reality, can be so jarring because kids will still fight and whinge and not try new food. And (laughs) (laughs) that was a funny post that you had with all these beautiful, exotic, healthy food and they still eat eating the nuggets and chips. Yeah. (laughs) That would be my kids too. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, you know, you can prepare your kids as much as possible. Um, And we like to do a lot of prep in terms of what we expect of them in public places and airports and what they can expect. My five-year-old had really not flown in his lifetime memory. And I know by who he is that he would need some prep. So we actually did a social story with him where we talked about you're going on a plane. This is what it's going to look like. This is what it's going to sound like. This is how long you'll be sitting on the plane. And then you're going to be in Thailand. It's going to be hot. And this social story helped him so much with just adjusting to all of that because, like I said, he hasn't, he's a COVID baby. You know, he has no memory of flying on a plane. No. And isn't it interesting how we, how soon we forget that our children have not the lived experiences that we've had. Yes. You know, you just forget, you expect them to know certain things and then you're like, why? (laughs) Why would you know that it's eight and a half hours to Thailand? And what does that mean when you're five? What does eight and a half hours mean? What does it look like? What does a long time mean? Yeah. You can watch three movies, four movies. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So not everyone can get overseas, obviously, although now I think we're all looking up Club Med, <laughs> Thailand. <laughs> um, but hopefully most of us can at least get a weekend away with our kids. What would you say to parents thinking about going away as a family? 
I do bang on about preparation, but I think it's everything. Prepare your kids for what is going to happen as much as you can and paint quite a visual picture um, of what is going to happen because kids will go better. Because what we're asking kids to do is adapt to change and they're not great at that. They like routine. Mm. We love change. They love routine. So we want to kind of prepare them for what will happen and, and what they can expect. And that helps them go better. And then as parents, prepare yourself for none of that's going to work. And- <laughs> And then that preparation for us allows us to parent more creatively, more flexibly, which is what is going to be required. And from those crazy moments, the good stuff happens. We went on a boat trip in Thailand and uh, we had no idea the way there would be as rocky and bad as it was of 25 people on the boat, 12 of them were vomiting and I was close. Um, And I honestly, I was thinking, this is just the worst. I'm going to have to get helicoptered out of here. I am not getting back on this boat. And then I saw my children watching. I thought I've got to be resilient. What am I going to do? And you know, that boat trip is the highlight. Really? It is because of not just what we saw, but when we encountered that challenge together and we got through it, it it's it's a memory. We're still laughing about it. <laughs> I mean, the vomit bags, it was, it was so out of control. So I think, you know, that memory alone is something that will bond my family for many, many years. And so it is a highlight and yet it was so hard in the moment. So I think it's that preparation for in those moments of adversity and things not going to plan that the magic happens. All right, hold on to that, people. (laughs) Jen, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. That's Jen Muir. She's a parenting educator, and you'll find more information about Jen on her website and also on Instagram. Lots of great advice there. I'll put links to both in the notes of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love. If you did, please rate, review, or favourite. That way, you'll get all the new episodes, plus we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, email me at feedplaylove at listener.com. Bye for now.